<laughs> um, welcome to One Split Wonder. Yes, uh, my name is Parker. My name is Allie. And we're so glad that you are joining us uh, while we record this in a coffee bar private room. Um, we are renting this for $5 an hour. <laughs> we are. Actually, it's 15 But I think we got a discount. Oh, okay. Then yeah. that's fine. That's all right. I can deal with that. Shout out Megan. She's not going to listen to this, but we appreciate her. You never know. You never know. Um, well, again, thanks for tuning in. Um, like Ali said, we are One Split Wonder. This is our first episode of our startup podcast. Um, and to kind of give you guys a little bit of an agenda of what we're doing today, we're going to do a quick introduction, kind of saying who we are individually, um, why we started a podcast, what the name means. Um, and then um, we're going to talk about some of our interests, some recent stories, and then also just kind of uh, looking into the future a little bit. So uh, with that little overview in mind, Ali, you want to kick us off with a little who are we? I would love to kick us off. So as I already said, my name is Ali. Hopefully this podcast doesn't blow up too much. You know, the fans can get crazy. I don't want them following me there. Exactly. Um, At... Which is not the name of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We'll get that later. At generic high school <laughs> where Parker and I met, I played violin in the orchestra, and Parker and I were both involved in, say it with me, conservation. <laughs> conservation club. club. Yep. Yes. Actually, Ali and I both. Um, ran for the same position this past year on the executive board. The way that I just completely forgot about that. I did too. I, yeah. You know, I won. I won, not not to (laughs) toot my own horn, but... That was really the introduction of our rival. We were never rivals. (laughs) We've never been rivals, no. But, you know, kind of when we realized... We're more similar than we think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that all in your introduction? I suppose so. Any I was more also interests? involved in Social Justice Club, but due to scheduling, didn't get to meet as much as we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's about it. Um, I'm going to study environmental analysis in college, which if you're wondering what that means, I don't really know either. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, basically, it has to do with the field science and, like, statistics behind the environment and some policy mixed in. So I'm excited. Cool. That's really exciting. What about you, Parker? Yeah, well, my name is Parker, and, um, I went to, not to be named, high school with, um, Allie to my left. Like we already mentioned, I was in conservation club at my high school, um, along with, student council, and uh, I was also the president of NHS, did absolutely <laughs> nothing with that. You get Google Classroom notifications every so often. <laughs> yeah, like twice or thrice. Um, but on top of that, I um, also did theater and uh, had fun with that. Um other than that, I like to play piano. I love listening to music. 
Um, so does Allie, and that's kind of where the premise of our podcast is coming from. We're going to talk about music and movies and pop culture references and... Um, well, all that jazz. All that jazz, yeah. Um, but going forward, too, Allie, do you want to explain a little bit more how we met? You know, Parker and I, like we said, we did run against the same position. We have been in maybe one class together in yeah. our entire high school experience. And it's not a big school either, so that's, like, shocking. Yeah. I feel like had we become friends earlier, like... I don't know, the world would be rocked, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe Corona one. Wouldn- <laughs> 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 um, anyways, uh, back to how we met. So we did community service together, um, and that's kind of... Not like- for jail. We had to do it for school, <laughs> if that clears anything up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But we kind of, you know, got along really well. But when we really clicked was on senior spring break. We all met at Florida town. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's in the past. You can say. Okay. Yeah, we met at a resort uh, called Watercolor with some of our friends there. And we just were so giggly and had such a good time on the beach and... Would you like to, you know, dive into Red Bar? I really don't want to, but I will, yeah. We went to this restaurant called Red Bar, and this was Ali and I's first experience, actually, um, going to a Red... Going to Red Bar, yes. But also going to a restaurant without, like, anyone wearing masks. Um, Since the pandemic's beginning last year, um, it was shocking, um, and also another thing about me is I have a lot of food allergies and like going there, I was already like nervous because I didn't think I could eat anything. And, um, so anyways, that doesn't matter, but, um, the vibes there were just really, really weird. Like very chaotic. Yeah. Like the way they didn't have menus. They just had this big, <laughs> they just had this big chalkboard that they held up and carried around. <laughs> Um, which was just really strange. But Allie and I sat at the same end of the table, and there were, like, a lot of other seniors there. So she and I and uh, our friend um, Genevieve just, like, talked for, like, the whole course of, like, the basically, like, two-hour dinner. And that's where the two of us really clicked. It was great. It was great. And the waitress that held up that chalkboard sign will never forget her i hope she's listening (laughs) um but yeah since then we've uh been talking for a while like let's start a podcast we're funny we're interesting we should start a podcast so now we're doing that um and it's a way for us to get to know each other better along with it being a medium for our musical, artistic, and obviously comedic expression. Of course. And getting into our name, which some of you might be like, one split wonder, that sounds kind of random. The split part comes from me and Parker, our tendency to always split desserts at any gathering we are at any function yes any function for example we are both loft house cookie stands if you are not um bye (laughs) yeah you can leave (laughs) but yeah a conservation club whenever the snackinator would 
you know, provide food for the end of the meeting, we would always say, hey, want to split a cookie? And it was just a nice little bonding experience. It was a great bonding experience. We actually went to the zoo with some friends last week. And we shared a small dip and dot, not not a singular dip and dot, but a container. Um, and the second part of our name too is, uh, you know, a one hit wonder, which is a music term. And like I already said, we both love music. Um, and a one hit wonder, if you don't know, is where an artist releases a song that's popular and highly grossing, but that song is like the only one of the artists that actually like is popular and gets some attention. Um, some examples of some one-hit wonders you may know are X's and O's by Ellie King. Um, L? Ellie? L. Let's go with I'll Ellie. Say L. Okay. Uh, Fireflies by Owl City. Um, and which I'll... might be the topic, which might be <laughs> controversial. I don't know if any Owl City fans are out there. I, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. See, the thing is, though, the fact that we don't know if they did or didn't, I think, tells us that they are a one-hit wonder with fireflies. Yeah. When you yeah. think of El City, it's just fireflies. Um, and if you have comments, you can contact our manager about that. <laughs> um, and the last other one-hit wonder song is Fight Song by uh, Ra- Rachel Platten. I think everyone's heard that one. And also, inevitably, this podcast will be a one-hit wonder, we believe. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be attending camp for what's going to be the whole summer um, as a camp counselor. And that's going to be kind of emo because COVID has prevented me to go home on days off. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we might come back. You'll have to see. <laughs> you'll have to stay uh <laughs> You'll have to stay active and waiting for us if you're really interested in this podcast. Um, so to kind of start out the podcast ending with our introduction now, we're going to do our uh, song of the week each time that we meet. Uh, if this is the only time, then this is our song. <laughs> so, Ali, what's your song of the week? Um, my song of the week is called Sutphin Boulevard by Blood Orange. And if you don't know, Blood Orange is the musical project of Devante Hines or Dev Hines. And he's kind of really good at like creating an atmospheric instrumental, if you will, through like funky guitar driven rhythms. And the album that it's on, Coastal Grooves, is kind of it gives off the vibe of New York City nightlife. So this song's just very groovy as the album entails. And I got back into Blood Orange after watching the show called We Are Who We Are on HBO. Check it out if you want. It wasn't my favorite, but the instrumental like score of that show um, was written by Devonte Hines and the characters in that show really loved Blood Orange. So yeah, super talented dude. Check out Sutton Boulevard. Nice, nice. Parker. <laughs> My song of the week is uh, Distance by Emily King. She is a New York <clears throat> excuse me. She's a New York artist who debuted in 2007 with um, her actual debut album was nominated for a Grammy. Um, and since her Grammy nomination, she's worked with artists like Alicia Keys 
and uh, Pharrell Williams, and she also opened for um, Alicia and Pharrell and Erica Badu. So love Erica Badu. Yeah, she is legit. But her song "Distance" uh, is from 2014. It's a great soul song that I actually just came upon, um, and it was kind of random how I came upon it. But um, I've really fallen in love with the song. And um, on the way here, actually, I was listening to another one of her songs called Georgia. And uh, from what I've heard of her discography, it has a really great, like, funky beat, um, interesting lyrics that are, like, kind of um, ambiguous and cool to listen to. And uh, I really want to get into her more, but I haven't had much time since I first discovered her. But for now, Distance by Emily King is my song of the week. Blood Orange is also very ambiguous lyrics, which mm-hmm. very fun to interpret. It, yeah. We should get into our recent excursion, which is also kind of driven by our love for music. Mm-hmm. And that was us leaving our graduation barbecue (laughs) early to go to Taco Bell and listen to Olivia Rodrigo's new album. We can explain. (laughs) We were, like, telling people at the barbecue that we were going to Taco Bell instead of eating the burgers from the nice dads, and they, like, were all silent. (laughs) (laughs) No one wanted to talk to us after we said that. Like, we... They were serving... Okay, so, like, the dad's club at our school were serving, um, like, burgers and hot dogs. Like, sorry, side note. Have I ever told you that I hate the word burger? Like, if anyone ever says that word to me, I, like... It, like, triggers something in me. I... Yeah. Too many consonants next to each other. Anyways, um... We did leave that graduation barbecue early, and was it selfish of us? Maybe. Maybe. But uh, we have been talking, Allie and I talk a lot about hypothetical things that we should do. And recently we've really been into like jumping on them, like this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we've been talking about like, let's go to Taco Bell because neither of us have been before. Well, okay. I have been to Taco Bell and I did really enjoy the tacos, but I had never had a Crunchwrap Supreme Mm. and our... Friend group group chat is called Team Taco. So we just kind of want to dive into a new Mexican. Uh, not really Mexican. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, would we classify uh, Taco Bell as that? Um, so yeah, we both want to get our views in of the Crunchwrap Supreme, which at Moe's is referred to as the stack. <laughs> I, I still have yet to have a stack, but I love Moe's. Yeah, lo- we both love Moe's. We both so. are hoes for most. Yes, and we want to see where the inspiration for the stack came from, and also try the Baja Blast, because we yes. have both heard great things about it. That is true. Anyways, though, we uh, leave the, the graduation barbecue, and this was also the same day that Olivia Rodrigo's new album Sour um, was released. If you haven't listened yet, where have you been? Where also leave. <laughs> um, but uh, we thought that this would be an outing for the two of us to li- go get Taco Bell along with listening to this new um, stellar album by Miss Rodrigo. Yes. Yeah. 
So, Ali, what is your personal review of the Taco Bell experience? We'll talk about the our sour review in a minute, but um, what, what did you think of the Crunchwrap and the Baja? So, I should first say that the unraveling of the Crunchwrap was kind of disturbing. <laughs> as there was... I forgot about this. <laughs> There was just, like, a splotch of black beans, like, dripping out of the side. And I just kind of had to wipe her off. (laughs) Oh, my God. (sighs) But once I did the unbidden, it was pretty good. Um, I think I would definitely get it again, although uh, I do, at times, prefer just a taco but I can see myself getting it again. I liked all the components of it, and I think the idea of the crunch wrap as explored in the most stack is genius. Um, and the Baja Blast, do we know what it is? <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. But, but do we care? No. no. It's, it's, it's so good. good. <laughs> it's really good. Everyone listening is like, how have you guys never had a Baja Blast? I know. It's, yeah. If people are still listening. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's my review. I think people that hate on Taco Bell are closed mind. That is true. What? So first, you should probably talk about your interaction with the employee at Taco Bell. Yeah, I'll talk about that. Um, so we did go through the drive through as I said, because we wanted to continue to listen to Sour while we ate our Taco Bell, um, which is really an interesting uh, dichotomy of life. Olivia Rodrigo and <laughs> the American delicacy of Taco Bell. Um, but when we went through the drive through I asked for a um, two black bean Crunchwrap Supremes, and then I also asked for a medium, two medium Baja Blasts. And the man on the other side was not having it. And he uh, responded with, wait, correct, right? The, yeah, you said medium. I said medium. And he was like, it's called a regular, and you should call it that too. And like, <laughs> it took everything in me to not like just start like bursting out laughing. Instead, I was just like, okay, yes, sorry. Like, apologized for that. That's such a dumb thing to apologize for. Anyways, I accepted that it was called a regular Baja Blast. And if I do go back, I will um, just call it that. Um, We've learned our lesson. We have learned our lesson. My overall review, though, of the Crunchwrap Supreme was that it was good. Um, All the flavors were there, but something about it was kind of bland. Mm. And the, like inner corn like the part that was supposed to be crunchy wasn't really for me it was like more soggy um so going forward i maybe i'll have to just give it another chance maybe the guy like dipped mine in oil before he put it in my thing because i called the baja blast the wrong thing uh overall i think i would give it maybe like a like a six or seven out of ten that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Baja Blast 11 out of 10. Yeah. It was really good. Very good. It did give me a little bit of, like, a caffeine high, but... So now going into our Olivia Rodrigo um, sour review, Ali and I came to this conclusion about 
uh, how we like our albums. Yeah, so this isn't... <laughs> so with our albums, we think there has to be a certain progression. We think the first song should be like a very upbeat opener to get you excited for the rest of the album. The middle should have like an emotional climax and overall just not be so, I guess, abrupt in shifting yeah. tones and kind of convey a story. The thing with Olivia Rodrigo's album is it does not do that. Yes. But we still do love it. It's just, I kind of, we both put it upon ourselves to put it in an order that would make more sense. And on first listen, my favorite song of the album was Brutal, which is the opening song. And it did have that component of being an opening song that's very... It's a banger. It's a banger. So I really loved that, and I liked the lyrics of it at all, of it, because it's, like, self-aware, but also, like, it hits, like, deep. Like, it's very teen angst, but mm -hmm. in, like, a very fun way. As I've listened to it more, though, I've gravitated more towards the song Traitor, which wouldn't be my choice for the second song of the album, as it is, I think, the saddest, or one of the saddest songs on the album. Mm -hmm. But it's basically, like, the chorus says, you didn't cheat, but you're still a traitor. And it's just a very beautiful song. Um, I don't have much more to say about it, but the lyrics of it are just very beautiful, and I'm just excited to see more of what's to come in these like slow ballads of hers because I've heard a lot of people say that like they got kind of repetitive, which I don't really think as I've listened to it more, but I think that's like a very top tier example of what she can do in that department. Yeah, I think people who say that it's repetitive are just kind of seeing them all as the overall theme of, like, sadness. Yeah. And not recognizing that each... Yes, they're, like, under a genre, I guess you could say, of, like, a ballad, most of them, but they all have different individual themes that I think mm -hmm. she explores really nicely within the, like, two to three minutes that she, like, gives. Because how many songs are there on it? Like, what, 13, 14? But the album is only, like, what, 30 to 40 minutes long? Yeah. It's impressive. It really is. It's very impressive. And I think the last thing I'll say about Trader is, I think even if you don't love Olivia's music or, like, it's not your cup of tea, mm. uh, I think she's very much paving the way for, like, more confessional and, like, songwriting that more people can relate to because for me when like people are more like specific and descriptive in their songs I like honestly relate to that more than like generic lyrics because yeah it's very much from her own experience and I love that about her totally and Parker <clears throat> yes you've kind of you know your fave it's been a standout for you for, it has since like the first listen I think. it has yeah so when it comes to me listening to music, I gravitate towards lyrics that um, I think emulate growth among the teenage experience most. Like, if I were to ever write an album, 
the overall theme of the album would probably be like loss of innocence amongst the teenage years and how you grow from that. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I've thought about that before, but um, I really like Jealousy Jealousy because I think it shows the different like problems that come with being a teenager in a modern society. And I think it shows off Olivia's perspective as a teenager really nicely too because she has put out these impressive songs that I think sometimes we forget she's only 18 Mm -hmm. and um, I think the song brings us back into that idea that she's a teenager dealing with regular teenage things even though she is in this limelight. I just really like how the song is written and I think it's a nice like break in her album because it's towards the end after hearing multiple songs that could be considered more slower and with these uh, ideas of breakup, it kind of brings this back to like a just normal teenage experience that someone who's never been in a breakup could feel. Yeah. Yeah, I think that song, I really like the little jazz like... It's great, it's great. I know I'm not a great storyteller like Olivia Rodrigo, though, which brings us to our next segment. So as we established in the beginning, I'm going to camp. She is going to camp. I'm going to be a counselor. And, you know, that comes with a lot of responsibility, but that also comes with a lot of... lot of lying to your kids especially if you have younger kids and want to keep them entertained yeah so for this next segment we will be trying to come up with a story that I can tell my campers um that'll make me sound really interesting and we are going to do that through a random word generator yeah, Ali texted me um, last week saying that she needs some stories to tell to her kids. And <laughs> I came up with one of hers that I personally experienced in middle school. I won't get into it now. Wait, really? Oh, yeah, wait, the I cheese? Okay. <laughs> the shorts and the cheese. Oh, yeah, okay. I told you that already. We're just not going to elaborate on that. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the first kiss no, story. No, 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 that's not mine. <laughs> Um, I just made that one up, too. We, I, I made up a couple stories for Allie, but we're going to make one up right now on the spot. So I have a random word generator pulled up on my computer. We chose the number of words being three. There's three nouns that it's going to give us, and we're going to click this button three times, too, so that we can get... Okay, our three words. This isn't bad. Yeah. Our three words are advertising, direction, and childhood. So, Allie, what I'm thinking with this okay. is it ties back into your obsession with One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and how you had, like, a false... You, like, bought something from a fake advertisement about One Direction. Wow. Yeah. So, so what age should we start with? What, when did this happen? So, I think One Direction, I want to say, I... It was, like, around 2012... So you'd be what, 10? 9? It was earlier than 2012. Oh. But, yeah, they were still together in 2012. Yes. So let's say you're 7 when this happened. No? 8? Wait, let's regroup. <laughs> when did they get together? 
This is so embarrassing. X Factor. You should know this. I thought you were a real fan. I know. Okay, well, we know, that, we know that they were together in 2010. We know yeah. that for a fact. So you were eight. Not seven. Eight, seven. When were you born? 2002. Let's say, okay, yeah. Because I remember What Makes You Beautiful played yes. in the car when I was on my way back from basketball practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I did play basketball. Um... But we'll say I was nine. Okay, let's go with nine. So here's this. Here's we're gonna set up the story. Allie was nine, and she was on her way back from basketball practice, mm-hmm. and um, her dad gave her his phone so that she would be entertained on the car ride back from basketball practice. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds like me. Yeah, it totally sounds like you. And while she was scrolling through the phone. Um, she was playing a game when an advertisement came up for, um, One Direction. Okay. And One Direction being your childhood... Uh, Yep. Your childhood obsession and, uh, musical group of choice. It, um, it made you buy, like, how much? Like, $500? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's not reasonable. Let's say, uh... I mean, it does have to be a little crazy, so my camp is like, like $150 worth of One Direction merch. So you got t-shirts, socks, wristbands, hats, posters. Uh, you got, like, vinyl records, even though you didn't have a record player at that point. Um, and you even got, like, tickets. Did One Direction have a movie? They did. Then that you was got tickets my to the one. Birthday party. Then you got tickets to the One Direction movie. Yes. They don't. The, the kids won't know when this happened, and um, you didn't tell your parents. Mm. So, so then, after that point, what were the repercussions? I'll let you take it from here. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna assume that. The products I ordered were not right. Mm. And by that, I mean they were like big time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Like, instead of the $150 of One Direction merch, I just got like. You got like a a big time rush poster. And and you were scammed. (laughs) You were scammed by like a man named Mike. In yeah. Quebec, and yeah. he took all your money, and then your parents found out when <laughs> when they got a receipt, and then you got your poster, and then you were punished. Yeah, and I was punished by <laughs> raking leaves. <laughs> what if what? I like? <laughs> That's such what? a bad set. Like, like. You're punished okay, sorry. by... Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I, like, really didn't get into trouble as a kid. A spoiler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys, if that's disappointing. So, I don't really know... I guess I was really into TV, so I couldn't watch TV okay. for, like, a week. Yeah. Or, like, maybe your mom was going to take you to the One Direction concert, and then she found out you just spent money without her knowing, and then... And then it's gone. She took the tickets and sent you, 
sent your older sister with her. Yeah. Okay, that's really good. So overall story is Allie was going home from basketball practice and her dad gave her his phone to stay occupied on the ride home. Meanwhile, when she was playing doodle jump, she <laughs> while Allie was playing doodle jump, she uh, clicked on an ad for One Direction merch, spent $150 on One Direction merch, and then was later um, duped and deceived when she... Uh, only received a big time rush poster and lost all $150 to a, a man named Mike. Um, and, and then later I would run into Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's too complex. <laughs> Mike was actually the guy who supplied the rake for your raking leaves. <laughs> no. Um, so then Hallie's mom found out about it and she was so upset. So um, she was planning to take her to the One Direction concert, but instead she took her older sister, Molly. And Allie had to rake leaves for the rest of the the (laughs) fall. The end. Woo! It'll be a really great story for your uh, camp counseling children to know not to trust people online. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, that'd be good. Yeah. Like, with these stories, it'll be like a a parable. Yeah. (laughs) Good. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of resolutions to stories, like all good stories come to an end, so must this podcast. If you have listened thus far, we are so grateful for your uh, audienceship and um, appreciation of this thing that we're trying. Yes. And we don't know when we'll do the next one. (laughs) Uh, We don't know what our scheduling is going to look like, but we hope to see you all soon. Yeah, this has been very fun, Parker. I hope we yes. can do this again soon. Me as well. But for now, thank you for listening to One, one Split, Split Wonder. Wonder. <laughs>